everyone, Hello. and welcome to the, the show, show, show show. Oh man, we're never going to get good at that. We're never going to get good at that. No, I know, but we can keep trying. That's that's the that's the point, isn't it? Christmas. Yes, thank you. Happy Christmas to you. I mean, obviously, people who are listening to this, it's like the second week of Jan, but Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you had a lovely, lovely Christmas and uh, and a Happy New Year, actually. Yeah. We're that oh, far well, yeah. ahead. Yeah, we're, we're that, that far, far ahead, ahead of ourselves. Look, look at that. We're, we're, we're forward thinking. Yeah. That's great, isn't it? I got some good stuff. I've got a record player because... Uh, Buy me. You know, I, you know, I live in East London now, and you're not allowed anywhere near there without, <laughs> without a vinyl player. Um, no, it's cool. That was like the highlight of my, my, you know, gifts. Mm. So, um, yeah. What about you? Mm. Yeah, I had a good time, man. I mean, this year I cooked, so yeah, that was interesting. And it pretty, pretty um, tasty. I saw on your Instagram. Well, it was tasty. Getty Stringer. That. Uh, <laughs> thank you thank you at tommy j ling oh gosh you flatter me (laughs) (laughs) i saw i saw that you i I saw it look pretty tasty mate it was it 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 was actually decent not gonna lie didn't know you had to peel sprouts (laughs) yeah who knew what's that about i was not aware um (laughs) but yeah it was pretty good i've got i've got quite a few good presents got um getting a new mic and stuff uh I got new headshots. Did you? Christmas. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, okay, those, host, those headshots I had a month ago were I was gonna for say. Christmas. Oh, <laughs> Not getting well, new ones really again. <laughs> they're, they're oh, very thanks. Nice. Oh, look at us being nice to each other. <laughs> I know. Well, it is the... <laughs> it won't last. It's the festive season, so... <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I hope you all had a wonderful time celebrating the new year and you managed to see everyone that you could see on Zoom or... Even if you're in a bubble or whatever the rules are these days, who knows? We could be speaking two weeks before they completely change them all over again. So who knows? But this is not a political podcast. Yeah, but regardless of of that, we will be your constant, okay? We will be your (laughs) consistency in this time of turmoil and uncertainty. Mm. You can turn Mm. to the show show to pull you out of whatever slump you may find yourself in. Just find a quiet corner in a room, put some headphones in, and listen to our voice. Flipping out, it's the drunk Joanna Lumber again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, mate, in some ways, some could say that we're the top, right? Or that it's de-lovely that we are, we are here, that we ah, are the constant. Um, I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, and that's because... This week's letter is A. <laughs> so yeah, this week is letter A, and so we thought we go back into the annals of musical theatre, and uh, we thought we'd whip out some anything goes. Oh my gosh, Tom, that's been in my head. It's been in my head for like so many weeks now i've just been going around the house going like 
so long there's that my parents so, now do it. There's and so there's... many hits <laughs> I know, that right? I was not aware were like, uh, yeah, anything goes. I get a kick. I get a mm. kick out of you. Um, sung better than that <laughs> on the recording. <laughs> I yeah. promise. Blow Gabriel Blow, which, which always makes me Indeed. giggle. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> because, because you have the humour of a five-year-old, but no, I, it is also know, very funny. Um, <laughs> great song. And uh, yeah, yeah well, we'll get into all that, won't we? <laughs> Okay, so every week, uh, one of us has to give you guys a 30-second synopsis or plot summary of uh, the show. And I did it last week. If you haven't listened to that, go back and have a listen. It was 9 to 5. It was brilliant. Um, hey, if I do say so myself. And it was 47 seconds and long. that was 40 second seconds. 40 seconds second long. Second. <laughs> 40 seconds straight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Losing my marbles. This week is Getty's go. Mm. So, Getty, um, I'm going to time you. Yeah, well, that would be a good start. Yeah, I know, right? You're going to have 30 seconds to give us a, th- a summary of the plot. Now, it's going to mm-hmm. be tough because this, I mean, this show changes with the wind. Blow it Gabriel does. Blow. Um, so, <laughs> so give it your best. Okay, ready? Okay. Three, yeah. two, one, <clears throat> go. So Billy Crocker is in love with a woman. He decides to stow away on a ship called the SS American, but he's dressed as a gangster and the gangsters are dressed as ministers. The person he's in love with is getting married to someone else. His friend Reno, he tries to help break them up. Turns out that he wants to be seen as a certain thing that everyone else doesn't think. Then everybody gets caught dressed up as everyone else. And then basically everyone gets married to who they want to get married to as opposed to the people they don't want to get married to in the end when they manage to get to London in time. Okay, that was 25 (laughs) seconds. Yeah, I mean, essentially it's... It's a kind of, you know, it's pretty Shakespeare. Mm. There's a lot of, um, you know, disguises, people mistaking people for others. It's very much like As You Like mm-hmm. It. Lots of dressing up. Yeah, dressing up as yeah. other people, mistaken identity, um, people getting it's caught having sex. Yeah, it's a rom Well, it's a farce, isn't it? It's a farce. Yeah. Farce called rom-com. Mm. Yeah, I loved it. Like, well, So I listened to the, the Broadway Reimagining, revamping 2011 oh, uh, mm. album. Well, yeah, this is the Which thing was... we should discuss before going on to anything mm. is mm. that um, mm. there are just so many versions of this show out there. So many. This is so, so difficult many. To do. Well, there are six, aren't there? Something like that. How many did you come across? In? I think I came I think across it was eight. One. On the Wikipedia, there's eight. Mm. I don't know if there's, when you include uh, there's, the... eight, there's been eight productions. I don't know if there's... Uh, well, yeah, I think, I think when you include sure. the film, I think there are three or four ver- different, like, libretto versions. Like, there's four book Or different orders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not including the ones who did the revamp. Well, I've got a question right. for you that isn't part of the quiz. Um, oh, okay. Have you, have, you, did you, have you ever read any P.G. Woodhouse? No. Have you... Jeeves and Worcester and that thing, all that? Farsi, mm. higher, upper lip thing british stuff you are literally just saying things at me <laughs> sounds like your internet's broken <laughs> i try to say stiff upper lip british stuff is that what what kind of stuff did pg woodhouse do like give me a title well, jeeves and worcester jeeves and worcester is that what uh, it's called jeeves jeeves you, you know jeeves? by jeeves remember jeeves? what remember ask jeeves? jeeves remember that yeah ask jeeves remember that <laughs> Does that still exist? I haven't, I haven't typed well, that into... Do you know what's really awkward, though, is I think everyone used to type Ask Jeeves into Google. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's what I had in when we did ICT. I was on Ask yeah. Jeeves, and there he 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 come and help me. <laughs> wow. Well, anyway. So so anyway. in the answer to have you read any any PG Woodhouse? The answer is no. But I have been on Ask Jeeves. <laughs> so I don't know that counts. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, yeah, well, he wrote the original libretto, didn't he? With someone else. With Guy Bolton. And then it's gone through a few changes up until 2011. And then it was revised by Howard Lindsay and Russell Krauss. Um, mm. And then there were two other book writers who did the, the 11, uh, 2011 mm-hmm. revival as well. It has and, had revival after revival after revival. Revival after revival. And goodness knows who, if the book is going to be changed for the revival next year at the Barbican with um, Robert Lindsay and... Megan Mullally. Yeah. Mullally. Mullally? 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 <laughs> yeah, on the uh, the 8th of May to the 22nd of August, everyone, if you oh, want to get down there. Tom Ling. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping they'll sponsor us, so... <laughs> I'm getting, getting that in there. Anyone, anyone on imagine? the Barbican team, you know where to find us. Oh, Just, incredible. I'll, put, yeah. I'll send you my bank details. And you can... I love it. He doesn't want to part. He doesn't want to part in the show. He just wants it to be sponsoring his podcast. <laughs> oh, I can, I can do this. Too much, oh, too much movement. Too much tap dancing, especially after the Christmas dinners I've had. Mm. Um, mm. So, mm. <laughs> which hopefully by then would have sort of burnt off a bit. <laughs> but <laughs> you can't be sure with this tier four stuff. Might be rolling yeah. to the theatre. <laughs> Oh, that would be one slow tap break. Oh. Yeah. Blow, Gabriel. Oh. <laughs> Blow me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, roll me there. <laughs> Blow me there. <laughs> oh, how how is dangerous? Me, that song is, that how, song is how, dangerous. How is Blow me anything like roll me there? Could you blow me? <laughs> then I roll. <laughs> blow, Gabriel. Me. If you're as heavy as you're, if you're as heavy as you're suggesting after this many Christmas dinners in Tier Four, by the time this revival happens, I will not be able to blow you to the barbican. In terms of the plot, though, if we talk about it in terms of like each character, I suppose what we see with Billy and Hope Harcourt is a fairly standard love story, isn't it? In musicals, like. Yeah. Man yeah, chases yeah, yeah. girl, girl says no, girl eventually says yes. Turns out she's loved him the whole time. I mean, is it inspired by one of the Shakespeare's? Yeah, but everything goes back so, to Shakespeare, Because, like, Kiss Me Kate it? is like that, isn't it? Well, Kiss, Kiss Me, Me Kate... Kiss Me Kate's actually like it, isn't it? No, no, no. Kiss Me Kate is um, Taming of the Shrew. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, Cole Porter. So, you know, it can't be a mistake that Cole Porter's involved in two heavily Shakespearean-like shows. You know. But then again, it, but this, the book is written by P.G. Woodhouse, so it would be up to him. I think it's funny that this guy literally goes through two identities on a ship without anyone noticing. Can't get away with that now, could you? <laughs> <laughs> I love how in the, it was just like, <laughs> it was just like, oh, and they just gave him the number one guy. They just gave him his passport. You know, passport and people were just like, oh, all right. Oh, yeah, of course, that, that's clearly him. No questions asked. Oh. Also, just the fact that they're called, like, yeah. snake eyes. Yeah. 
Stuff like, just so old, old school. Yeah, so literally. School. Hi, my name's Billy. Qua- Sorry, no, Snake Eyes. Stuff like this. A quartet of lovelorn <laughs> sailors comfort themselves with the thought of romance. I mean, <laughs> don't just get that anymore. You just don't no. get that anymore, do you? And in some ways, that's a shame. <clears throat> Unless you're going to the Barbican <laughs> on the uh, uh, 8th of May. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Robert Lindsay, who I, mm. I believe you've actually worked with, haven't you? I have, yeah. <laughs> on, I don't know uh, what to say now. That makes it sound like we planned you saying that. <laughs> I know, uh, but we haven't. Although I read I it, did, I read it, and I was like, "Oh, get mm. it, get his work with him." On, I have, yeah. On on a Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's great. He's, he's such really a good. good. He's he's such a nice man. It's time for this week's quiz. This week's quiz is called "You're the Top." Okay. So, yeah, this week's quiz is called You're the Top. Every week we're going to rename the quiz um, with a theme or song to do with the show. Now, Getty, you are currently winning. I don't know how. Winning, winning uh, these theatre tickets. Three to 1.5. So you're, you're winning by one and a half marks. That's quick maths. Um, so, yeah. Tom, maybe the fries will be, in fact, going to see Anything Goes next year. Yes, Mm, I suppose it depends who wins and what you want to pick. <laughs> but I don't know. I said it like some sort of primary school teacher. Um, but yes, it could be. So, listeners, yes. Um, if you didn't mm. listen last week, go back and listen. Uh, but we are um, every week we compete in a quiz, and we're going to tally up the scores. And whoever has the most at the end of the season. Um, Whoever loses has to buy them a theatre ticket uh, to a show of their choice. Um, so. Indeed. Which was a, an inspired thing to come up with live on air last time, Tom. That was pretty good. Although I'm <laughs> hoping I don't regret it was this good. decision. Okay. Okay. Let's get down mm. to business to defeat the pun. <laughs> God. God. I don't even know if that makes uh. sense. Well, it, it makes sense enough, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Enough. So, yeah. who went first last week? I'm mm. going to go. I'm going to go first. I'm going to ask you a question first. Okay, Getty. Here's your first question. Who played Billy Crocker in the 2003 <laughs> 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 who, who What's played... with the John Joanna Lumley again? I don't know. I don't know. Who played Billy Crocker in the 2003 West End revival? Well, Tom, it is my favourite Canadian-American Scotsman, Captain Jack Harkness himself, John Barrowman. It is indeed. It is indeed. Yeah, you are correct. Quite an easy one, but I just... I I wanted to give... You know, he's quite a famous human being, so I wanted to give the listeners a bit of context as to, you know, the show is is so well-known, but the roles that are normally taken on are, are normally played by quite big names mm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. they are that is a good point that is a good point i mean look at the long list of people who have played reno sweeney yeah exactly and it's just broadway royalty just yeah. constantly so yeah. i sort of wanted to highlight that to everybody because it, it is mad going through mm. the people who have played these it's like a long line mm. a long succession of yeah west musical theater yeah. royalty um okay yeah, yeah brilliant um and also I, but that on that point though did you remember he used to be a judge on like the find the Dorothy, find was the Nancy. It, was he? I remember watching yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember 
Yeah, Lord, me too. Lords, um, Lord Webber just turning around in his... Lord Webber. We're calling him Lord Webber now, are we? I suppose That's, we have to. That is his name, isn't it? But well, I thought Andrew we would just Lloyd call him Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Lord Webber. Lord Webber. Gosh, I want to put da 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 in there now whenever we yeah, say I his know. name. Although, ironically, that is what they did on the TV show when he turned yeah, up on his chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. That's what I remember so clearly. Yeah. It's him rock, you know, turning around yeah. in that chair, which I thought Yeah, was... John Barrowman was a guest. He was a judge on that show. And I didn't really know why, because I only knew him as Captain Jack Harkness. I was like, what's he doing here? <laughs> uh, but turns out because he was a musical theatre star as well. Yeah. Having been in Anything Goes and others previously. Anyway, right, do you want my, your first question? Hit me. Cue Heartbeat. Legendary crooner Tony Bennett released a cover of Anything Goes as a duet with which pop star in July 2014? Lady Gaga. You knew that. There was no need for that noise. <laughs> I I did know it, and it's because I quite like that album. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a big album, isn't it? I wanted big to give album. you know I wanted to give some suspense. I didn't want to come across as a no at all, but in that particular instance, I did know it all. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to be fair, you forget I could see you over Zoom, and I know that face, Tomling. I know that I know, face. I know. Bit of suspense. Okay, well that's great. Um. Two, good album one, though right one for one oh really good what is it lady is a tramp mm. that's why the lady mm. oh, brilliant <laughs> yeah well for anyone who wants to listen to it better than that go and listen this to that album this podcast is turning into like some sort of advert <laughs> some sort of like casting for me some audition for anyone who's listening out there if you've got a... it's just turning into a really elongated voice reel yeah okay do 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 so how many West End versions have there been? How many West End This is End a trick versions? This is a trick question, Tom Ling. I don't know if I don't well if it is, then it's trick me because I, I thought it was just <laughs> I thought it was um, just a pretty straightforward one. Is it is it is it two? No But then it won't <laughs> It's three. Is it? Is it three? Is it yeah. three then? It is three. Okay. It's Thirty-five. Eighty-nine. Yes. Fair enough. And two thousand mm-hmm. and two thousand three. And of course the uh, the one in uh, May twenty twenty one. So <laughs> <laughs> <Lindsay. laughs> oh, oh, they're not going to sponsor us, Tom. I know. I wish they would. <laughs> Let it go. Oh, Let I'm it gonna... go. It'd be funny show, if they sorry. are now sponsoring us. That'd be great. Yeah, um, that's true. So, um, so no luck for you there. Nice, good question. Good question. Thank you. Good question. Thank you. Um, Tom, your mm-hmm. second question. Mm-hmm. Your second question. Right, I tried to do that movie voice, and it came out like a really ill Scooby Doo. <laughs> it came out like a really ill, like Kermit the Frog. Question number two, eh? Kermit the Frog after like years of being a pain jazz musician. Just lots of cigarettes. Smoking and twenty whiskey. cigarettes a day. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. So question number two, Tom Ling. In which theatre was the original production shown in nineteen thirty-four? What was the name of the theatre? It was the uh, Alvin Theatre. Yes, it was. 
uh, now named the Neil the Neil Simon Theatre. Actually, <laughs> oh, you've taken your bonus point away because I was going to say if you could call, tell me what it's oh. called now, I'll give you a bonus point. Well, c- come on, that, <laughs> get it? No, I knew it. No. Yeah, but you didn't sense. let me ask the question. So, well, it does, because basically what you've done there is proven to me that you just researched it. See, listeners, that's what showing <laughs> off does. That's why you've got to give them a... <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> that's why you do it, because showing off gets you nowhere. It doesn't. Oh, man. Sorry, mate. Okay, well, I, I got that one. I just then. want to make it clear to everyone as well how willing I was to give that bonus point away. I was very willing. Yeah, hubris. Hubris, mash, We don't need a drunk <laughs> Joanna Lumley to give us a TED talk on hubris now. <laughs> okay. Although I uh, would watch that. Yeah, yeah, so would I. Heartbeat. How many cast recordings have there been on officially like recognised? How many cast recordings have there been? <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hang on, I'm just counting them in my head. Ooh. You gotta give us a. Sorry. Well, oh, tough one, tough one. Um, is it five? Oh no, no, no. Is it like eleven or no. something mad? It's quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's fifteen. Oh, 15. Can you believe that? 15. Well, considering the musical's been around for almost well, 100 years, old. yes. I, 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 can, I can believe that in 100 I years. <laughs> I, can, I can believe that in 100 years, at least at least 15 people have decided, oh, yeah, that'll make a good There's recording. Me That's me going, wow, 15. <laughs> you know what? Can I, be, can I say everyone? I don't know if it's just me, but this festive season has just made my brain salad. I really have. It's just I'm so oh, so out of it. I guess I didn't I didn't realize how. I mean, I knew the show was popular, but like, mm. it's a big one. It's but I've only one. just really clocked that it's eighty six years old. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. That is old. That's pretty old. Yeah, that's older that's than my grandparents, old. and it's still wow. Yeah, you know it's still, and it's on next made, year. It's on. It's on next year. Made May eighth, August twenty second. August. <laughs> okay, Tom. Bank Here is your eight oh five. Okay. Yeah, give me uh, right. my final one. Which is so easy. I'm so annoyed. I've given you this because you're about to get three out of three. Don't say that. No, 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 dude. If you don't get this, you don't deserve to be hosting this podcast with me. Just saying. Oh, no. <laughs> Who played Reno Sweeney in the 1987 Broadway revival? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, he's doing I, it again. Uh, he's doing it again, guys. He's doing it again. It's, well, you know, we've already mentioned her, haven't we? I have, yeah. Annoyingly. Yeah. Elaine Page. I've got to take your final answer on this one. And listen to the question. Who played Reno Sweeney in the 1987 Broadway revival? Oh, God, I don't know. It's Patty Lapone. Is it? I didn't see yeah. it on Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It. You didn't see her? No. Wow. 
Fair enough. Oh, okay. Well, that's... And I went through, that's so weird, because I went through all the, oh, I didn't look, you know, I didn't look at that. It's because I, because I saw the 2011 Broadway, I yeah. wasn't, I just didn't touch it. Didn't oh. touch anything earlier than that. Oh, excellent. Oh, I thought that was the, I thought that was the easiest question on here. Well, that's good. Well, no. As if I got, as if I didn't get that, and then I got. Hello, Paige. And you got the Alvin Theatre. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I mean, like I said, I don't know. I didn't know anything about musical theatre until I was like 20, so I'm learning, Getty. That's why we're doing this. That, yeah, that's true. We're both learning, aren't we? That's the thing. So what's the scores then? What's the scores? So it's... After that. So you... You are winning. Still. Four. Yeah. That's good. You've got four points. I have 3.5. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. You caught up. Yeah, I know. I'm annoyed. I, oh, I should have just taken a guess. I don't yeah, know why I, mean, I didn't come guess. Come I would have just guessed. You can pretty the much guess that. Um, yeah, I would have just guessed that. If 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 there was any 1980s leading female, it's going to be Bernadette Peters or Patty. I Lepone. know, but you know, because I said Elaine Page, I I panicked. I was like, oh, I'm wrong. That shocked <laughs> yeah, me so fair. much that I was wrong. <laughs> I just I just didn't say it. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, Patty Lepone. Sorry. What's your favourite song and why? Okay, Getty. Uh, what was your favourite song from Anything Goes? Well, we've already spoken about it a lot, haven't we? About how there's like different versions and so many. different stuff going on. 15 albums. Like 15 albums across 86 years. Um, and also the fact that some songs were meant for other characters by the time it got to 1967 and they swapped things like that and... You know, there's lots going on. It is so different to kind of musicals how we know them now. Mm, mm, I, I think. agree. In in terms of like the songs are just kind of they were hits, weren't they, at the time? Well, yeah, they, they were, were they were part of a they were part of like a a jazz songbook, yeah, and they were standards. You know, people knew them because they were in that musical and because Frank Sinatra sung it, or because you know Rosemary Clooney sung it, or Bing Crosby sung it. You know. It, or even Ethel Merman singing it because she was also just a star in her own right, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these things were pop songs at, for the time, you know. We've spoken mm. a bit about this before, and we'll get there when we speak about Dear Evan Hansen and 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 certainly Pasek and Paul with Greatest Showman and everything like that. How musical theatre is starting to sound more poppy again, and people talking about that as if it's this like really radically new thing. Well, it's not. You know, in the thirties and the twenties, it was pop music they were putting into shows. Yeah, and they yeah. were making shows out of the pop music, you know. Well, the, um, the, the Jesus but, Christ Superstar album I have from Andrew Lloyd Webber was just a record. Mm, mm. But I think my favourite song is going to be Easy to Love. Yeah. It's Easy to Love. Because it's it is easy well. to love. Is it really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I am, it's because I am such a sucker, Tom, for lilting, um, mm. romantic-y, half-time feel songs like... Um, well, and it's like, um, you know, I've never been in love before from Guys and Dolls. And yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on the street where you live, it's just that, like, really nice, makes you feel at warm and welcome and such a lovely melody. Oh, I loved it. It's such a great song. In the 2011 one, when Laura Osnes reprises it straight away, 
oh, it just makes it even better because you're just like you're hearing it from the woman who's marrying someone else but is feeling something for him and it, oh it's just classic classic broadway and i wish they wrote them like that more often now to be honest mm, no. i know it's a bygone age but you know it's but you know if in doubt don't write one like that just revive it <laughs> just revive it and i'll tell you just revive it, it. <laughs> oh, God. um yeah um no it's um, a great well, song yeah lovely song great song easy to I mean, love any other honorable love. mentions well, I was just going to say that I think what we do need to talk about, and it's essential we talk about, right? I haven't heard the original original, but from the 80s, Michael Gibson did the orchestrations, which are great. They're so good. Um, and he did Grease as well, the original orchestrations for Grease. Mm. And he also did the orchestrations for Steel Pier and Cabaret by Kander and Ebb, both also very good pieces Steel of orchestration. Pier's really good, yeah. But what I want to give an honourable mention for is a guy called Bill Elliott, who did like a revamp of the orchestrations, though keeping quite a lot of the similar ones, keeping them similar, I should say, sorry, for the um, 2011 recording. They are so blooming good. They're just so Mm. amazing. And he did the orchestrations for An American in Paris as well. I also love that score. It just, again, it just makes you feel so the, good on the, the inside. the revival of that, the recent one. Yeah, 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 the recent one. That's so And it's good. just like, I just love it when a musical kind of just, this is going to sound terribly wanky, but it's just like when it kind of puts you in its arms. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you get... <laughs> But you know what I mean. Uh, you know yeah, what I mean. No, I know, I know you what laugh you mean. at me, but you know what I mean. Because I think like you warned me, are... and it was still. Yeah. <laughs> I still wasn't expecting that. Because yeah. you know, you get lots of scores like Jesus Christ Superstar, which is just in your face, which is great, yeah, and Phantom, yeah, which is yeah, in your yeah. face, and Les Mis, which makes you kind of on the edge of the seat because you're like, "Oh, what's going to happen?" But anything goes. Just like it just comforts you, even when it's up tempo and fun. Easy viewing. Yeah, listening. It's well, great. It is. It's jazz. And it's easy listening. Yeah, it is. It's you know, you know, the height of swing. I mean, Cole Porter, what a legend! Mm. What a total legend! Because I, like, I, loved I his love his Mickey as fact well. That he, I love the fact though that he was like a, you know, a pop star essentially. Yeah, and wrote yeah. just wrote shows, and he, and they weren't separate things. They were just part of like what he did. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like like last week when we did nine to five, I was like, oh my god, a pop star is writing a musical. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. True. Yeah. Also, it's because the the shows were all quite similar in a way. Like Kiss Me Kate, yeah. American in Paris, like all these shows, they're romance. You know, they're yeah. all, there's there's always going to be a song where a man is trying to, you know, the guy's trying to win over the woman. Mm. Or, mm. or you know, or, or the comedy song about a girl singing about how useless guys are, whatever. Like all these mm-hmm. different songs. Also, can I just say what's really interesting about listening to this? It's just the lyrically... They're just lists. It was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like listening. True. The verses are just lists, lists and mm. more lists. And then they hit you with an amazing yeah. chorus. And I was like, this is so yeah. weird. Like this, every song is just kind of listing off different things. And it's just like different mm. wordplay. And the lyrics are so, yeah, they're so active. Like the, the rhyming structure. There's like a rhyme every mm. like four like four words. It's mm. constantly coming mm. at you. I love it. Mate, they they were so they're smooth. They were smoother in that back then. They that knew classic, what they were doing all the time. It, it's the classic thing is what we now think is cheesy. Back yeah. then was like wordplay and clever lyric like that was cool. Mm. 
Mm. That's just what you did. You were you were a top guy if you could, you know, manipulate words in that way. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. They were great. I yeah, really I agree. It's, it's such an easy album to listen to. Any other honorable mentions, Geddy? Um, well, I was about to say as well, like Cole Porter just also smashes so many different types of music in one show as well. Um, you know, even in It's De Lovely, you get a dance break which goes through like rumba, Latin y style dance, mm-hmm. then you get quick step, and then you get swing, and that's just the same with like all the different like songs you get you get so many different styles like what i think is really smart and one honorable mention though i don't really like the song public enemy number one at the beginning of act two it's got that similar kind of thing for like murano at the beginning of chess it's like a gilbert and sullivan pastiche but i think it's really smart that they did what that he did that at the beginning of this because it kind of it's similar to hms pinafore in its structure and its story um which is a gilbert and sullivan operetta so to have a number whilst they're on the ship sung by the sailors that pastiche is gilbert and sullivan is just so smart because people would still have been around when they saw this show who saw gilbert and sullivan shows when they first happened maybe do you know what i mean so he's still incorporating like yeah, yeah, older yeah. audiences in yeah it's just very smart very smart and they're both on a boat <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean you've got i get a kick well you've got i get a kick anything goes easy to love lovely blow gabriel blow i mean all these all these songs that i've just heard about Mm. many Mm. from magic fm they're not going to sponsor us either magic (laughs) fm what was it magic 105 what was it magic magic 105.4 yeah give us a give us a give us some money so tom we have to talk about audition songs um, because there'll be loads of actors listening who want to know what they can take to an audition for loads. the Barbican right. revival in 2021, starring Robert Lindsay, Megan Mullally on the 8th of May <laughs> to course. 22nd of August. Of course, although obviously they can't sing any of these, but it's good to... Uh, no, that's true. Good to practice. Practissimo. Mm. Um, I, you know what? So I actually use Easy to Love as an audition song. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit, I didn't really know the song before listening to it. So there you go. Yeah. So I use that. It's because it, the yeah. thing is, it's got a really nice recit. It's a good male lyric. It's a good lyrical um, male one. You legit can act one to use quite well. And it shows, yeah, if you're going for like a croony, yeah, legit um, jazz yeah, musical. Yeah, if you're going for that male really character, that, that type of male character who is just a bit ditzily in love with a woman. Yeah. A la yeah, every yeah, yeah. musical written between 1920 and 1960, then it's it would be great. The the because the rest is, at the beginning it allows you to really act through it. You know, I know too well that I've been wasting mm. precious time thinking such a thing could be that you could ever care for me. You can like almost speak it. So and then you can go mm. into the you know the lovely smoothness of it later. So that's a really good one. And on that, because I think I don't know if you've ever had this this note from anyone before, Tom, but like it's come up before. It's just about like singing too much. And if you can show someone with recit that you don't have to sing everything so much all the time and you can kind of be a bit laid back and yeah. speak a bit or, you know, get back to the words, that will go down very nicely. Yeah. Um, I said also for a male character song, The Gypsy and Me, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it's good, that. Because obviously in the context of the show, it being this repressed lord 
you know, coming out and just giving it all this lively, Romany inspired music. Hundred percent, not that out of the park as a character song, and everyone would love it. Any anything you know? for the ladies? I mean, what I love about this, actually, I was going to say, is there's we've done two very female heavy shows actually, because the the hits, the hits, you know, anything goes, blow Gabriel blow, um, even even the recit, even like the new version of Easy to Love, has got reprise. I get a kick. All these songs are so good for female performance. For for the gals, um, lyric lyrical legitty. I've got goodbye, little dream, goodbye. Ah, mm. yeah, nice, nice little, nice little show off. Show off how good you are at singing a long yeah, yeah. melody. You know, uh, nice soprano as well. Um, and then for the upbeat, I actually said blow Gabriel blow. If you could get a cut of that, yeah, I thought so. I had that. I think if you can get a cut of that, it's mm. just something like if I'm sitting in an audition room for hours on end and you mm. come in and smash that, I'm just, I'm just going to like you mm. because it will just yeah. give, give a burst of energy, you know? Yeah, I agree. And also it's not anything goes from anything goes. It's blow go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be nice to have one. a slight difference. It's the other one. Exactly. Okay, now it's time for whose line is it anyway? <laughs> so, uh, every week, <laughs> I don't know, we'll, we'll go with it, we'll go with it. Oh, we've um, gone with it, yeah. Every week one of us picks a line from the show and asks the other one who says it. So, uh, I went last week and Getty was very good, mm-hmm. he got it correct. Now it's mm-hmm. Getty's turn, now Getty, Though, I am of course it was slightly cheating. It was slightly cheating considering I knew the show. You did know the show, yeah. And I don't know yeah. the show at all. So the, the mm. sh- really, we've done this the wrong way around. But that's okay. Uh, I am expecting a proper performance, by the way. Are you? Okay, now if yes, I give you a yeah. proper performance in the standardised performance of this line, you would yep. probably get it quite quickly. Okay. Well, So yeah. what I'll do is I'll do my best to do it as performed okay and then i'll do it slightly differently to put you off let me just um get into character of course an actor prepares you're not going anywhere with your big mouth you could lead us both into sing sing sit down we're gonna play cards yeah uh, i think well the thing is they're all it's from, they're all from new york so that could be that could be a few of them I, however, I am thinking it's... I don't think that accent was from New York, though, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I, well, look, at least it wasn't whatever the hell I did last time. Whatever week. happened last um, time. Yeah. Uh, mm. I think it's... Uh, what's his name? Well, that's, uh, you're, you've got to uh, tell most, me. <laughs> yeah. Most Wanted number 13. Mm. Most Wanted number 13. And what's uh, his, his name? name? His name, his name is, uh, oh, what's his name? Most number, wanted number 13. Oh, Moonface. Correct, I'm so correct. Bad names. Well Moonface, Moonface. Yeah, man. Oh, God. Good job. Okay, good. 
Thank you. I, I, you know, honestly, I did find, I found this week a bit more challenging. Because there, there's just not, you know, like, you, you know, nine to five, you sit down, it's got, you got your plot. Although they did take out a bunch yeah. of songs, but it's kind of like bog standard. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. here it is. This has been, you had to dive deep. So that's the end of Anything Goes. Um, Anything goes. We we try again. We tried our best. Um, obviously, there's a lot to try and get into forty five minutes oh, to fifty minutes to so however long stuff. this podcast is going to end up being. Because at the moment we're standing at about an hour and something. But that is mostly due to Tom's um, <laughs> drunk Joanna Lumley impressions. Yeah. And my uh, promoting of um, anything goes at the Bogart. The Cole Porter music has inspired him to start scatting. <laughs> the Bogartagoo Um Now, obviously, we end every show oh, yeah. with um, this uh, with stage fight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry again. Now, <laughs> no, we're keeping that in. Oh, you and names, okay. Tom Ling. Oh. You and names. Don't even know the names of the segments oh, of your yeah. own show. This week we've got uh, someone who isn't Getty or myself, and we've got a, a fan of the show, uh, Pascal Bergman's. Um, so yeah, we gave her a ring, and this was her story. Do do do. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm still in my my pajamas. <laughs> I, know. I know. Sorry. Thank you for doing this. Um, exactly. So basically, exactly. what what it is is every week we it's called stage fright, and we share a little story of you know our most embarrassing moments on stage. And um, so obviously this week we've got your story, which I sort of you gave me like a snippet of, which is obviously why I was like, please, can you come on? But I honestly have no idea <laughs> where this is going, really. Don't know. <laughs> so um, I was doing a show in, I think it was 2016, The Wild Party, which is not very well known, but I was playing... Um, which Queen- one? Which one? Were you doing Lacusa or Lipper? Lipper. Mm. So with all the screaming and the gun and everything. Mm-hmm. And I played Queenie in that, which for those of you, your listeners who don't know, is the... <laughs> a part that um, she takes her clothes off at some point and we were going up to the scene where her and Mr. Black are getting into bed and they're ripping each other's clothes off. So what happens, uh, you know, I'm sort of down in my underwear. Uh, I think it was opening night as well, which made it even more sort of frightening. And my partner had to take off his shirt, but instead of the shirt coming off, it sort of got stuck on the rim of his head. <laughs> so he looked ridiculous and I just lost it. I started laughing myself. So, you know, all the clothes go off and I'm still giggling, giggling, trying to get through the song. And then the lines go off and he starts laughing and I start laughing and I piss myself and he shouts, <laughs> and he shouts, did she just pee herself? And like really loud. And this was a transitioning into another scene. So it was quiet for a good five seconds. <laughs> so um yeah then the audience started laughing and we had a complete show stop we had to change the streets i just couldn't help myself i, I just pissed myself because i laughed so hard so um and then i got an applause for that which, which was really, I, so i was naked and and then yeah that was very awkward so we got off the stage caught on me laughing oh my gosh 
I, I had I think I had a little bit too much to drink in the intermission, and this was very close to the end of the show. And yeah, I was, this is on the guy. Oh no! So we were in beds. We were lying next to each other. So he sort of, and I said, oh, "I think I'm going to piss myself." And then he obviously sort of heard or felt something. He's like, "Oh my god!" Oh, oh. <laughs> it was oh. horrible. It was horrible. Like, oh, but we, but we've been friends forever. Like, I he puked on me, and you know, we we've been. Oh, that's through. fine then. Not in the same show. Not in the same show. Payback time. Payback time. But no, it was. Um, that was yeah. one more party. If that's happening. Yeah. It was a wild party and it was it was the oh awkward part was that the audience started laughing because obviously they heard us crying out in in laughter and I, I just couldn't care less I was like you know this has happened to probably anyone at some point in their life just not on stage in front of hundreds of people <laughs> but um that was my moment yeah <laughs> it's pretty wow. wow so that's wow. my story and I couldn't I could not not tell you guys thank <laughs> you for no, for thank you so much. and being proud of, of what you I'm very done. proud of the mistakes I made Tom yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you for sharing that with us incredible um, so that's yeah. it I don't know if you guys can top that but good luck <laughs> no I don't I, I think we well, well we'll challenge our strong. listeners and anyone else who sees any other post if you could top that please please do good let luck. us know <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell us yeah I hope pretty, I hope there is someone you set the bar <laughs> pretty high yeah pretty or, high or low I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's where we... How you want to look yeah. at it, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, that, yeah, bravery. Bravery of the highest level to come and tell, oh, I hope, you're hundreds welcome. and thousands of listeners. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> really you get a lot of subscriptions now. Sponsored by the Barbican. goodness sake, Dom. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, you can follow us at... Uh, show underscore show underscore pod and if you've got any embarrassing stories or any thoughts on anything we spoke about today please feel free to email in show show pod at gmail.com show show pod at gmail.com indeed indeed and we will read every one every word of every one own your mistakes people they happen they happen and we, we want do. to share them with the world so that we can all laugh together with you with laugh with you I've been Tom. And I've been Getty. And And that that was Anything Anything Goes. Goes. Bye. Bye.